BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. I can see your sick, senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, midweek Wednesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. I think we gotta go with Lloyd Austin, although I'm tempted to go with Ecuador. Lloyd Austin's prostate is our general manager. Oh, boy. Rare we have a body part, particularly that southern part, as our general manager. Again, honorable uh, mention, a small southern part of the Americas, Ecuador, which is now in some sort of armed conflict with its own gangs. The president of that Central American uh, country declaring essentially war internally. Craziness. Hostages. Executions. Madness. I saw the president of Ecuador on some sort of video calling for calm or something like that, but he was wearing like a leather biker jacket, and I thought, that doesn't project calm to me. That projects street fight. I guess, but when in Ecuador, do as the Ecuadorians do. Maybe that's uh, that's hip there. I feel like a suit and tie is more let's have law and order. A biker jacket is more let's rumble in the street and see who wins. Well, that's your like your your cultural prejudice or something, man. 
That's what I'm saying. In Ecuador, the president rocks the leather. That's been the tradition for hundreds of years, as far as I know. So what do we know about the Secretary of Defense's prostate? Uh, I actually know a great deal. Size of a watermelon? Oh, boy. I know more than uh, you would want to know, as a good friend of mine is a urologist, and he hit me with the full story. Um, <laughs> All right. But, yeah, he uh, he had, uh, you know, virtually every man, if they live long enough, will have prostate cancer. It's the nature of, of, of prost- the prostate and, and prostate cancer. Um, Which has like did- a 95% survival rate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. As long as you are aware of it before it gets out of control. Uh, But he had a fairly common procedure that sometimes goes uh, not well because it's not a minor thing. Um, And it didn't go well and he had to go back in the hospital. Who cares what what the reason was, though? That's got nothing to do with it, really. Right. Although we enjoyed the speculation, it's all about you got to tell people. You got to tell oh, people yeah. you're going to go in and you're probably going to be on under, under anesthesia for a while and we're kind of at war with Iran and Russia. So, you know, maybe uh, call this person over here while I'm in the hospital. Well, and certainly uh, if you don't alert your boss that, hey, I'm going to be uh, under and out of commission uh, getting the old snip snip uh, for a couple of days. You, you know, it's an oversight, right? You were all very busy this time of year. Uh, but then when things go sideways and you got to go back to the hospital, you're in excruciating pain. They're letting you into the ICU. At some point, you ought to turn to your wife or your friend or your assistant and say, hey, probably ought to call the president. Yeah, that's pretty weak. Yeah, it is. I was listening to NPR's version of the story, and they went with the every American has a right to health privacy is the the angle. Well, the Secretary of Defense has to tell his boss he's out of commission. I don't care about the health privacy part. Can you weasel? I can't say that word. Um, Report anything without making it overtly, wildly partisan. Can you just say Nobody knew where the Secretary of Defense was for several days, and that is surprising. Every American has the right to privacy. Like I said yesterday, I don't quite get why that is anyway, but... um, You're in a tiny minority, like gay Eskimos. Of I think the rest of us want to, uh, privacy and our, our health uh, decisions and, and conditions. I don't want it to be like uh, a broadcast, but it's it, you got to admit it's weird now. We've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. When I had cancer, nobody knew I had cancer. And I didn't know that nobody knew. It was weird. And uh, our, our boss, who is a friend, had a heart attack. And we didn't know. He was just not there for a long time. And we're like, where's uh, uh, Mr. X? Finally, somebody said, you know, I'm not supposed to tell you, but uh, or it, it might have been when he came back. He said, yeah, I had a damn heart attack. We're like, what? Right. So you can't call or text or send him a card or anything like that. Now, that's weird. It didn't used yeah, to be that way. Yeah, well, adults used to make decisions. We didn't have to follow voluminous thousands of pages long rule books to know how to behave. And I was dealing with something that yesterday through the school, which I don't want to complain about because the School is absolutely fantastic yesterday in dealing with my uh, my son, who is a complicated case. Um, but man, bureaucracies, the paperwork, it's just insane. The replication, oh, yeah. the time spent on stuff well, like in, that. I don't know how in, any giant bureaucracy ever gets anything done, and a lot of them don't. 
in the defense of uh, the educators, I wasn't there, obviously, but I know a lot of them are more beleaguered <laughs> than the rest of us by the True. bureaucracy they have to deal with. And it's driven a lot of great teachers out of the profession, likewise uh, medical professionals. True. When we've been on the topic before of the nationwide teacher shortage and people talk about it, uh, paperwork, the, the, all the forms you have to fill out for everything is a, is a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it's really hurt the independent medical profession, too. I've talked to a couple of medical pros who have become parts of, like, big practices or big brand names um, after having a lovely practice on their own. But they became part of the big brand name just because the paperwork was so suffocating. But I, I just... I don't know. I want. To, I don't want to be too negative to kick off the show, but that is one of the great diseases. It's like uh, you know, clogged arteries. As you get older, as a, a republic, as a system matures, the iron law of bureaucracy gets stronger and stronger, and that is the bureaucracy serves the bureaucracy and not its purpose anymore. Um, but I don't. I don't know. By the time you you, you learn that you, you're old and out of the way, and they say, "Quit ranting, old man." And old man yells at clouds. Ha ha ha! And uh, so, and the young, they make those same mistakes. Tell people what I'm doing right now. Jack is. Uh, oh my God! He's got some sort of swab, and he's in a circular motion, rubbing it around the interior of his nostril. And why would I be doing that? Uh, I'm guessing to, to take another uh, test for Chairman Xi's bat fever. The, the Fauci flu. Got to get it good and gooey. That's what I tell my kids oh, when they take Lord. the COVID test. Get it good and I, gooey. I want to look away, but I can't. It's like a car wreck. <laughs> stick it in the little liquid. I think you got plenty. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and stick it in the liquid. Good golly. I've seen snow shovels with less, less gook on them. So one of the reasons I bring this up is um, I know a lot of you think that uh, all COVID is fake or the new surge is fake or whatever, but... Uh, I was talking to somebody last night who who has long COVID, and uh, it's unknown what percentage of people have long COVID. Um, and it depends on how you count it. Like, do I have long COVID because I can't taste sweet anymore? Some people consider that long COVID, but that's and that's been the case for a very long time. That's that's not really the long COVID situation. It's the people who. Um, and it's a separate disease, which is they, they made a mistake in calling it long COVID because that makes it seem like you got COVID and it hung around. But that's not mm-hmm. what happens. You have COVID, you get over it. And then like a couple months later, you have side effects, like maybe for the rest of your life. Nobody knows yet. And that's what the, the long haul, the long haul COVID is. Anyway, it's really horrible for a lot of people, including a person mm-hmm. I was on the phone with last night, like horrible, like changes your life forever. And and it happens to random people. I don't want that. This segment brought to you by Fauci's House of Altering Viruses. Do you need function gained? Call Dr. Fauci. But as I represent science. Here's a great principle of of, if you want to be our friend, you got to understand this. Both of these things are true. All all this stuff like the triple-demic, the triple-demic, the triple-demic. It's overhyped and it's clickbait. And it's true in a lot of places, particularly Los Angeles. Huge numbers of cases of uh, of flu, RSV, which was never a thing uh, until recently, and, and COVID. There are a lot of people getting sick. And simultaneously, yes, the media runs wild and makes it sound like every human being in, in America is coughing up enormous amounts of phlegm well, and, speaking and, and of, lying on their deathbed. And speaking of coughing, one of the things that's going around has what a lot of people are calling the 100-day cough. 
Because for whatever reason, you just keep coughing forever. Oh, I, know, yeah. I know several people with that. Wow. You just can't get past the cough. Which is I don't want to get that. I've had that similar. Either. Oh, that's so annoying. Anyway, we should start the show officially. Let me start the timer on my uh, COVID test. I've passed. Doctor Fauci should be on the gallows <laughs> after, after, of course, uh, trial and and the appeals process and the American justice system at its finest. Then on the gallows. Wow, uh, and, and that Peter Dazak character, and and we ought to spend the co- send the, the Neil the, the Navy SEAL Team Six. Or whatever one's available into the Wuhan lab and snatch up every scientist who is working on this stuff. Grab Chairman Xi. Uh, we'll have the gallows full. Oh, it's a beautiful dream. Wow, Joe's going Nuremberg trials on the COVID people. You're damn right. Kind of Nuremberg meets the Salem witch trials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Already Get to Be? Wednesday, January 10th, year 2024. Life will not be a bore in 24. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program buy stock in ropes because there's going to be some hangings. All right, let's begin the show officially now according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we are leaping into action at Mark. How can anybody be certain that the administration would not go to the same lengths to keep secret problems with President Biden's health? If you could logically argue and you can't, but if you could logically argue that the administration years old. Wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. Well, Peter Ducey there with uh, John Kirby, who, while he is evading in, in this instance, is 50 times better than KJP at his job. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I think the answer is there in the question. Of course we can't trust the White House to be honest about Biden's health. Are you joking? Well, I don't think they should be, as we've talked about many times. For national security reasons. Right. 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 Uh, the president is completely incapacitated by his dementia again. We're hoping he'll be better by tomorrow midday. No, that should not be announced. If anyone were to attack late at night to Washington, D.C. time, the president would not be able to deal with it rationally. Right. Nuts. Any other questions? Yeah. Uh, Joe Smith with the AP. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not going to happen, and it shouldn't. <laughs> How does mailbag look? Oh, it's very strong. Yeah, I've got to I've got to whip it into shape. Cool, it's good. A lot on the way. Our text line four one five two. Excuse me, four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in twenty twenty two. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer. Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I know, I know you're like me. You're very disappointed to find out that the two-person debate tonight between Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley is only two hours long. Oh, what? Well, it'll it'll seem like it just got started in a blink of an eye. It'll be over two hours later. Ain't nobody got time for that. I had three different party games planned, each one to kick off an hour of the debate for all my friends who want to see it. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Once again, from the great Samuel Adams, I stand ready to crack open the great biography of him soon. If ever a time should come when vain and aspiring men shall possess the highest seats in government, our country will stand in need of its experienced patriots to prevent its ruin. Oh, Sam, I'm going to need you to sit down. (laughs) If you can make your way through Washington, D.C. and find a single damn man or brace yourself, woman, uh, who's not vain and aspiring, hmm, I congratulate you. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna want to have a long, tall, cold one of your own beers. Yeah, Sam, I got some rough news. Mailbag, come on, Mike. Woohoo! We'll start with this from Mary. <clears throat> I'd like to read this as it's punctuated, but I'm not sure if I can. So, how about your concubine, Donald Trump? You two-faced big losers! I know anything but talking Trump. You know, thank you for your input. (laughs) Samuel Adams, by the way, because I have read about half that biography. It's interesting. He was a pretty big failure in life, which is, you know, makes things complicated for the way you judge people. He was one of those people. He inherited a fortune, wasted it. People kept trying to help him out. He would screw it up all the time with bad Mm -hmm. spending. He lived off other people, couldn't really make a living. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. let's talk about that later. Uh, there's so much good mailbag, I want to squeeze it in. But yeah, that is interesting. A guy who appears to be only good at ideas. And he was very, very good at those. Anyway, moving along. Uh, come on, guys, this is getting out of hand. I mean, we have to listen to you treating Gladys in a way that's clearly elder abuse, not to mention the animal abuse perpetrated on Brandon, the breaking news donkey. But what you did yesterday is borderline criminal. During the segment where we were talking about those Wisconsin University Chancellor couple and their gourmet and porn escapades, you didn't even acknowledge Michael's amazing choice of audio clip. I literally spilled coffee in my laugh laughing while driving 120 miles per hour on the German Autobahn when Ger- when Michael played the Obama, do you want sausage clip? <laughs> Is there an award for amazing timing in radio sound? This moment would have won it hands down. <laughs> Uh, so he's going to start a GoFundMe page uh, for Michael. <laughs> You're sincerely Matthias from Wolfsburg, Germany. Cool. Thank you. Our international listeners weighing in. Uh, Apple's new app, guys. Find my defense secretary. Available now on the App Store. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Zip, zizik, zizik. Funny. Yeah. Uh, guys, seems like uh, Joy Biden may need to take roll call every morning. Harris here. Blinken here. Yellen here, Austin, Austin, Austin. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's Frank in Santiago <laughs> as he signs off. Santiago, what the hell? Uh, let's see. Buddha uh, Judge. Well, here. <laughs> uh, while you're away, welcome back. Happy New Year to all. Your prediction about old sunburn Joe is spot on, writes Mary from Idaho. Uh, I know I've told you about my mom's dementia. We were advised hospice care should begin. On Friday, I signed the forms, and follow, uh, the following Tuesday, she passed away in her sleep. Uh, God bless you, Mary, and, and condolences on the loss of your mom. I know it's been a long and really difficult road. The decline accelerates so quickly, and anyone who believes the current president would be able to serve another term is beyond delusional. If he steps down before next January, I would not be a bit surprised. Glad you're back. Glad we're back, too. Thanks, Mary. Uh, a lot of good email. Maybe we'll squeeze it in later in the show, but we're uh, we're pressed for time at the moment. But won't Biden be... Re- so I can't tell when people are like <clears throat> trying to point out what bad situation Joe Biden is in. Is that because you're a patriot and you don't want a doddering president? Or because you want a Republican to win? Because I think Biden being replaced by someone else is worse for the hopes of a Republican winning. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I'm just I just, I just call it as I see it. I, I don't have a particular rooting interest in my prediction. It just does not make any sense that he would run for and even attempt to serve another term. Yeah, we got a lot of news of the day to catch up on. Hope you can stay with us. If you ever miss a segment, you can catch it in podcast form. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Business news, uh, Nike and Tiger Woods just ended their 27-year partnership. Tiger's about to be 50, so he's trying to choose between New Balance and Floor Shine. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good joke. One of the most most successful sports company athlete relationships in history, probably second only to Jordan and Nike. Yeah, what's interesting, and and I'm a huge golf freak, is that Tiger at this point is a little like Michael Jordan is. He's a legend, and and people know of him and and know that he's a legend, but in terms of selling product to young people, it's vastly different than it was 15 years ago. Uh, If if Air Jordans needed Michael Jordan to sell them, it wouldn't be the same thing. 
Yeah, well, Jordans are more popular than they've ever been. With my kids who've never seen Michael, they don't know what Michael Jordan looks like, but they right. know yeah, all exactly. about Jordan shoes. Yeah, my point exactly. So, and, and Nike doesn't even make golf equipment anymore. So, anyway, uh, I, I don't know how significant this is, uh, but I know Trump fans will be interested in it. Have you heard about old uh, Fonnie Willis? That's the prosecutor in the, the Trump Georgia case, the election meddling case. Well, one of Trump's many co-defendants in that filed some sort of motion saying that uh, Willis is in a personal romantic relationship with Nathan Wade, a special prosecutor in her office, lead lawyer on the Trump case. And this guy's made hundreds of thousands of dollars being an outside gun uh, hired by uh, the, uh, the, the county district attorney's office. Turns out, dude is uh, a married guy and her boyfriend, and the office has been routing six figures his way into his firm, and they've been taking expensive vacations together, allegedly paid for by the taxpayer money involved in prosecuting this case. Now, I'd heard the story about them uh, vacationing together and all that sort of stuff, and maybe a relationship, and that could be... Uh... Uh, a scandal. I didn't know he was married. That uh, definitely ups the ante. Yeah, Fulton County paid Wade at least $653,000 and potentially near a million dollars in legal fees since joining the case. And how long has the case been going on? Uh, the preliminary stuff has probably been going on for months and months. Uh, but, uh, I mean, that's it's only like, what, a year? When do they file this case? I don't know. But so it's close to a million dollars this guy has gotten. And uh, then this story from the Wall Street Journal. A uh, process server said he showed up at Willis's office in Atlanta on Monday morning with a subpoena seeking her testimony in a Cobb County divorce case. Uh, apparently, Georgia doesn't have no-fault divorce or it's one of several options or whatever. But anyway, with a subpoena seeking her testimony in the Cobb County divorce case of Nathan Wade, a lawyer she hired, and his wife, Jocelyn Wade, um... So she's going to get dragged into court and made to say under oath, oh, I'm banging him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Mark Halpern's nonpartisan take on this story is that the Washington Post, New York Times, and Wall Street Journal are belatedly on it now. So that's a big deal. And also that Georgia and legal reporters know the lawyer making the accusations, and he has a good reputation, according to Halpern. And so for once, the dominant media agrees with Team Trump. If the allegations are true, it will be a massive legal and political win for the Mar-a-Lago crew. And so far, no one is dismissing the charges out of hand. Nobody's saying, oh, please. Nobody. So, And a little more... Uh, what a mistake! Of, of course, oh, love, please. love and lust have no, uh, you know... Uh, they, do, they, do, they do what they want. Yeah, yeah, try to talk to them. Let's sit down and talk logically, Lust. <laughs> uh, so here's the significance of it. According to that motion um, made by one of the co-defendants, specifically Mike Roman, former Trump campaign official, the alleged relationship between Willis and Wade resulted in, and I quote, in the special prosecutor and in turn the district attorney profiting significantly from this prosecution at the expense of taxpayers. Meaning they're doing at least... Let me let me rephrase that. Part of the motivation for everything they're doing is to milk more cash out of the whole deal to go to the boy toy. And if that doesn't get a prosecutor at least on the ropes of being dismissed from a case or something like that, I don't I, I don't prosecute complex criminal cases. Um, it, it's got to be close to it. So, wow, wow. 
Oh, let's see. The filings by Roman's attorney stunned the legal and political community of Atlanta. Legal academics and others closely watching the case said the allegations, if true, could alter who would continue the prosecution's case or how the case may proceed. Of course, that is a an assumption that it would be somebody less doggedly interested in bringing down Trump, and it might not be. There is absolutely a political motivation in the enthusiasm of the Fulton County uh, prosecutor's office sure seems for bringing like it. Trump down. Sure seems yeah, like she, it. she, like the, the various uh, just nakedly partisan jerks in New York, for instance, they ran on, I'm going to get Trump. Now, that's not to say, I'm not prejudging that there are no allegations that have, uh, you know, that are uh, true in Atlanta, uh, election interference by various officials. There may have been, I don't know. Um, and so I'm not prejudging this. But in terms of overtly political and or motivated by something else like money, there's absolutely now, absolutely reason to be looking at that. The whole love lust thing, I've said this for years as a guy who has read many a biography, it is a separate category of the human mind. I don't know how many figures there are in history, and you might have friends like this, who every other aspect of their life is buttoned up, um, you know, uh, upstanding. Disciplined, disciplined, legal, just everything. But love lust is its own category. Yeah. It's like it. in order to get enough voltage to it, you have to switch off virtually everything else. Yeah, and I just think of that because I finished the Charlie Chaplin biography that I was reading, autobiography, which he leaves out a lot of this stuff, and I've filled it in with other books. Um, but just, you know, incredibly disciplined guy. You know, whether you're talking about JFK or or whoever that you want, or priests, or whatever. Every other aspect of their life might be upstanding. Every other aspect. Bill Clinton. It's not an indication of any other flaw. It doesn't seem. There could be, but there don't have to be. It's just mm-hmm. the love-lust thing is just an, a powerful, overrides everything else. It's weird. Yeah, it is. Well, on one it hand, is. it's weird. On the other hand, it's the only reason we exist is to procreate. It's the mo- most powerful urge we have. So maybe it's not okay. weird on that front. Well, yeah, if I was designing a factory that uh, in, in my, uh, my marching orders were, listen, I don't care what you have to do. You can sacrifice anything. Make sure there are babies at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes morals get in the way, sir. Shut it down. Well, sometimes, sir, people hesitate because I don't care. Turn that one off. Make sure there are babies. I think that's it. Yeah, reading the Charles Chaplin autobiography, he uh, at one point says uh, something in there about, I don't believe um, sex between two consenting adults is anybody else's business. And he said, and in this relationship, um, uh, I have two sons that I'm very fond of that I have no interest in them having to hear blah, blah, blah. And I thought, man, that's old school. I mean, you could say it's just self-interest to do that, but I, I've always been complaining about your modern celebrity. They write their memoir, and they list everybody they ever had sex with, no matter how damaging it is to their lives. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is just, nothing could be more uncool. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I try not to judge others um, because I don't feel pain the way you do. You don't feel grief the way I do, etc. My experience is, you know, there are aspects of human experience that are kind of universal, but not all of them. Um, don't tell me how to grieve. Don't tell me how much it hurts. Uh, on the other hand, I think it really helps to set standards for yourself and try like hell to keep them. Because if you don't do that, you will absolutely be tempted by the fruit of another to quote squeeze or uh, the sins of the flesh to quote the good book. Well, based on my own personal experiences, you can't take a step that direction. That's what you got to avoid. That first step is what leads to other steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The greatest... uh the greatest thing that ever happened to me in terms of moral behavior was really realizing that I have no ability to uh, to uh, overcome temptation. So I just avoid it. Like like uh, Mike Pence talks about. Yeah. I'm not going to go out to lunch with a woman and even uh, come within a million miles or have anybody think that I'm being tempted. Not going to do Not going to do it. Because I almost guarantee you that this Fanny Willis and this other dude, it started as kind of flirty funny and they both thought this probably isn't a good idea but they kept meeting and then the next thing you know it's too far down the road and and joking about my work wife and (laughs) yeah anyway (laughs) now you might blow up the whole trump case speaking of uh morality and amorality uh, that Claudine Gay woman, the DEI cult priestess who got fired, well, she quit from Harvard, um, and, and the, the shoehorn that really got her out, not a sh- shoehorn gets you into a shoe, more like a crowbar. The crowbar that got her out of uh, Harvard was not the cult of DEI and its racism and its uh, utter betrayal of every sacred academic principle. No, it was plagiarism. I came across a thinker yesterday who explained why you, you probably shouldn't make a big deal about her plagiarism. And it was uh, it, it was one of those moments, I'm weird like this, that if somebody comes up with a great idea that I didn't think of, but it's really clever, um, it's like finding a $5 bill in my jeans. <laughs> I just get that feeling of, wow, cool. You so I want to share that with you before long. You need to adjust for deflation. Finding a $5 bill yeah, in your jeans is not going to do much for you. Well, at this point in my life, no. You but, buy uh, a can of Coca-Cola. I didn't want to be an elitist. <laughs> I, I found a $10,000 T-bond in my jeans. We've got the headlines with Katie Green, the news machine, and among other things on the way, and that thing Joe mentioned, and a bunch of other stuff, so stay here. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, 
even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I have, uh, I've never believed in the great men have great flaws principle. Do you believe in that? I feel like that's a way to let yourself off the hook or something. Yeah, some know. do, some don't. I yeah, probably. I think it's like all other things. But um, anyway, we got this text about that kind of subject. There are two pains in life, the pain of regret, the pain of discipline. You pick. Wow, that's that's some good stuff. Who said that? General Mattis or something? That's that strong. I don't know. All right, let's, uh, we've got a lot of great stuff to cram in today. Really excited about getting the show on for you. Glad you're here. Let's figure out who's reporting what. It's the lead story with Katie Green. Katie? From Fox News, Clinton, California Governor Newsom seen vacationing at Posh Mexico Resort amid Epstein document dump. Yeah, I don't get the Epstein angle of that headline, but why are Clinton and Newsom hanging around? Uh, Gavi's getting advice from one of the greatest politicians of our generation about running for president. You think that's what it is? Well, I bet, yeah. This Epstein thing is way overblown. Every every headline I've looked into was a nothing burger. Every single one. Have you come across anything that's of interest? Nah, yeah, but not like uh, like interest in terms of, hmm, I ought to look a little more into this. Not Not blockbuster. From USA Today. Lloyd Austin didn't want to share his prostate cancer struggle, and many men feel similarly. Uh, My initial reaction was, uh, dude, what a great opportunity to talk about prostate health and men's health and that sort of thing. Nobody's going to laugh that, oh, he's got a problem down by his pee-pee. I mean, anybody who did is a moron. I don't think you had to share it anyway. You just needed to tell your boss you're going to get some work done, and they'd say, okay, how long are you going to be in? And you tell them, and... And you can tell them exactly what's going on. You don't need to tell anybody else. That's BS. From ABC News, we were going to die. Passengers on Alaska Airlines jets speak out about door plug blowout. And everybody wants to talk about how somebody's cell phone fell 16,000 feet and didn't even break. The, the physics involved coming up later. This is a much different story, a cell phone getting sucked out a window, than if it had been a baby that got sucked out a window. And, oh. it's, just, <laughs> and it's just freaking luck that that it didn't happen. It, it is. That seat uh, where the door plug flew off was one of the few empty seats on the, plight, uh, on the flight. And if you've seen the video, all of the padding and upholstery and all got ripped off of that seat would, by the wind. Would you have thought... Would you have been having the, oh, my God, we're going to die moments if you looked over and there was a hole in the plane? I think I might have. Yeah, for at least, I don't know, five, ten seconds. But when it became clear that, all right, we're still flying, it doesn't appear to be affecting our airworthiness, really. Um, I think I would suddenly remember how much I love being alive and be really happy. From NBC News. At least four dead as the U.S. is battered by rain, snow, and tornadoes. It was a hell of a big storm. Yeah, Yeah. more to come. From the Washington Times, Iowa Smackdown. DeSantis battles surging Haley in last debate before caucuses. Whatever. You can craft the headline however you want. Don't pretend it's exciting. All right, here's a headline for you, Captain Cynical. 
Nikki Haley's within eight points in New Hampshire, according to a CNN poll. Could be an outlier, but let's pretend it's not. Uh, but fat Chris Christie, who once again refuses to get out of the race, though he does not have a snowball's chance in Hades. A substantial number of his voters would go to Haley. Now, here's a question for those voters. Why does he got to drop out for you to go to Haley? Why don't you just do it? Your boy doesn't have a chance. Your boy has less chance than a donut would have in his hand. All right? <laughs> just switch your vote. A fat joke. Wow. Yeah, a fat you know, joke. That was... I agree, Michael. A weak, wow. sad, desperate fat joke. I think that was I low. think you point at someone else, you got four fingers pointing back at you. I think that's what, what? that is. What the? How's your hand built? What? Actually, you know, doing the dry January thing, at least for part of the month, I'm losing weight like there's something wrong with me. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm eating more responsibly, too, because Judy and I made our way across the European continent, swigging wine, eating Wiener schnitzel, slurping dark beers, and eating apple strudel at every possible opportunity. So, yes, we've cut down a bit. I've cut down a bit. From the New York Post. New York City students forced to go remote as city houses nearly 2,000 migrants at their school. This story's getting a lot of attention in New York and uh, people saying the sorts of things that people have been saying at the border forever. How are we supposed to deal with this? Our kids can't learn. We don't have the resources. Yeah, that's the way it's been for a lot of towns and a lot of the country for a long time. Headline in the journal, surge of migrants heading north has Chicago and New York at breaking point. Yeah, huh. How about that? Welcome to the party. From Radar Online, Donald Trump denies ties to Jeffrey Epstein, claims he was never on late billionaire's plane or, quote, stupid island. Yeah, there is no evidence that he had any sort no. of pervo relationship no. anywhere. No. Uh, Trump has and plenty of faults. Stick to the real ones. And finally, the Babylon Bee. Man unable to learn any useful information, his brain already filled to capacity with Monty Python quotes. <laughs> <laughs> right, or Caddyshack quotes, or Wedding Crashers quotes. Big or... Lebowski. Yeah, yeah, absolutely true. <sighs> what was I going to say? It flitted out of my head. <sighs> yeah, I've, I haven't seen anything Epstein-wise that uh, the, the headlines are like really exciting, and then there's just nothing in the story. Okay. All right. If you have come across something, let me know. I think if there was something, they would have come across it already. Uh, for hour two, there's a great piece in the Wall Street Journal about the silliness of higher education. Another one of those, you can't believe they actually have classes called this or people write papers about this stuff and they're considered the smart people. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Parody has become impossible. Oh, absolutely. And that's an hour two. If you miss that, get the podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.